Hello everybody, um, my name is Ishan Ahuja and I'm an immigrant from India, currently living in New Zealand and today I'll be making a podcast about um, the things I've experienced and done and the type of jobs I've done and all the struggles um, I've been through in the past eight years. So we'll start off with um, my actual start date for my journey was 18th of August 2013. Still remember, I was 17 years old and just finished my high school back in India. And I was thinking about which career to choose. Um, Parents weren't too rich. Um, I am from a middle class family, so I had a lot of responsibility and a lot of stress at that time in a young age. Uh, I wanted to become an engineer, um, but ended up choosing IT, only because it's a lot cheaper, the tuitions are cheaper, and the classes are cheaper. And parents told me that we should send you to New Zealand. And that's how I applied for it, did my English exam, and came here. Um... I still remember we paid about $15,000 for my um, college fees and I chose National Diploma in Computing, level 5 and 7, which is for two years. And I came here with around $2,000 cash, which my parents gave me. I'm not going to lie, my mom did have to sell her um, wedding jewelry and my father had to sell a tiny land, which we had because we couldn't afford um, so much money back then. So when I first came to New Zealand, my mate picked me up from the airport, took me to this little house um, in South Auckland. Um, Used to live with over 15 guys. Um, I was very shocked when I went there. I wasn't aware that there'll be too many people living in the house. But everybody was same as me, an immigrant, a student, struggling and couldn't afford too much money so we all used to share our rooms I think there were about five people in the same room and we used to pay around $45 for um, per week rent and whatever the bills came up we just divided it so that $2,000 you know I spent three months trying to look for a job I couldn't find one so the $2,000 was about to finish And then I started getting stressed out and I thought to myself that, oh no, what am I going to do if I, you know, I'm running out of my money. So I asked one of my friends, um, he used to work in broccoli farm. So I asked him, hey, look, bro, can you please take me to work with you? And he was kind enough to ask his boss and then got me the job. We used to start at around 5.30 in the morning and the job was pretty much you holding a knife and cutting broccoli. It was more like crawling um, in the farm itself along with a moving tractor at a slow pace and you just have to cut the broccoli and keep throwing it on the tractor belt and then that's pretty much what I did for three months or so. Um, My back started paining a lot so I didn't want to take a risk so I had to quit that job and I ended up working um, in a cleaning company. The job was pretty um, difficult as well. Um, The owner used to pay me just around $7 an hour. 
but the reality of an immigrant is it's very hard to find a job um, on tax basis and you need to do whatever you need to do to be able to pay your bills and not bother your parents if you need money. So I had no choice. I, I did what I needed to do. Um, it was still getting me some money and I was still able to pay my rent and my bills. And at least I didn't have to ask my parents to send me more money, you know. So um, I did what I needed to. But I did that cleaning job for a couple months. Used to go to college in the morning and the boss would pick me up from college. And we would clean a couple houses throughout the day and late in the night he would drop me home, buy me dinner. At least he was nice enough for that. Um, and yeah, soon enough um, I was about to graduate. So what I did is I started working in a tile shop. Um, they used to sell bathtubs and toilets and showers and all sorts. I used to do brooming and mopping the floors and just basic cleaning for two hours, three hours a day. Wasn't getting paid too much there as well, but um, um, you know they were kind enough to give me one or two days every month to unload containers. That gave me some extra cash to be able to pay for other things I wanted to, like luxury stuff, I'd say. And I saved just about $2,000 and I bought a car for 1300 It was a Toyota Corolla, pretty old, still remember. Used to break down all the time, but I managed to, you know, at least get it up and running and do whatever I needed to do. Um, down the line, one and a half years gone and I've I graduated. And I started getting a bit worried about what to do next. And, you know, I, I didn't know if I'm ever going to be able to find a job in IT. Um, I didn't have any work experience in the past. So that, that really made it a lot difficult for me in general. Um, but what, what I did is I went back to India after almost two years of being in New Zealand. And I told my dad, that look, dad, um... You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit stressed out. I don't know if I can do it. I was missing you guys a lot, so I'm back to sort of see if you all are doing okay. And being with family and all the love and, you know, the warmth you get from being in your own house, I sort of lost my motivation and I told my dad, like, look, dad, I'm, um, I'm, I'm not wanting to go back to New Zealand. And he just told me one thing, look, son, we're going to pay for you if we need to. And we will take care of you again if you come back to India. But just remember one thing that we, everybody um, has struggled a lot to be able to send you to New Zealand. And we had to sell a lot of things and we have spent a lot of money. So we're not going to force you, but we just want you to give it one last time. At least try. You still have one year work visa left. And just go back and give it a shot. You never know. So I came back, spent a lot of time and, you know, effort applying for jobs at every single place I could find. And then I was really lucky that three months later, I found an IT job in an Australian company. I called my dad straight away. I said, Dad, thanks for giving me that motivation. I have managed to find a full-time job. It relates to what I studied and hopefully I can apply for a resident visa and I wouldn't need to go back to India ever again. So three months I did the probation period, passed everything. And then I was told in a meeting that, look, Ashan, 
congratulations, this is your permanent contract. Now you need to spend another nine months in the company to be able to apply for your resident visa. Me being Punjabi, <laughs> always cheeky, I applied for a resident visa anyways and the HR was very nice, he supported me um, and they filled in my questionnaire and everything and I got my PR within two months of um, passing my probation period. So since I got that, I had to be loyal to the company, so I worked there for around three years and three years down the line, my mate, um, he's from Amritsar. So Amritsar is a city in North India and it, it comes under state Punjab. And I'm from Amritsar as well and my friend is also from Amritsar. Um, he's a very successful businessman right now. Came one year before me in New Zealand and worked hard and did everything. So I always used to look up on him and motivate myself from him. <clears throat> so he offered me a job and he said, hey, Sean. Um, I think you're a very smart man. I would like to um, put you on board for a new company which I'm planning to open in Sydney, Australia. I'll pay for your flights, I'll pay for your rent and all you need to do is move there and help me set up my business and I trust you and I hope um, we'll, we both can accomplish this. So I moved to Australia and I was um, hiring people and I gave them training taught them how to fix fiber internet, gave myself some training and three months later I came back to New Zealand because for us immigrants if you need to apply for citizenship you need to stay in a country for a particular time so I, I couldn't risk so I had to come back. Four or five months I tried to run the business on the phone but you can only do enough things on a phone, you know, uh, until and unless you're in front of the actual employees. You cannot look after them unless you're not experienced, um, given that it was my first ever job like this. Um, and the guys didn't work well. Um, I trusted them, but they always just wasted time. And um, I stopped, I, you know, I, my actual contractor, they stopped giving us jobs and we started losing money. And there was a day when we literally just had to close the business down. Um, my dreams were all shattered, not gonna lie. Um, I thought I'll become a successful person, I'll, I'll make my friend proud and I can do this. But yeah, that was the time when I had to sort of um, realize that, look, Ishan, there's something you're doing wrong, you know. So my friend was kind enough, he said, Business is like a gamble. Today it's running, tomorrow it's not going well. Um, it is risky, but it's part of life. Don't panic. You're my friend. You quit your IT job only because of me. I will open another business in Auckland and then I will let you run it for me. So I had to prove myself this time, you know. Um, I, I couldn't risk it. So we opened a traffic management company. And I looked after the whole business. I looked after all the operations and I worked there really hard for a year, year and a half and I made the company up and running really well, good money coming in side by side. He taught me imports and exports um, business and he also taught me construction, more, more of um, reinstatements, making footpaths, driveways and all sorts. I gained a lot of experience, not gonna lie, uh, thanks to that guy. And I hope he's listening to this. There was a time in life when I was struggling to 
kick out some free time for myself. I was working too much and um, I was dating somebody at that time and I couldn't give her enough time and we always used to argue for that. So I thought and thought and I quit my job and I said, look boss, um, I know um, you like me, I know you like my work, but my mental health at this stage is not good and I think the best option for me to do is just quit my job and give myself some time, think again what I really want to do in life and just go from there. He was still supportive. He let me quit my job, of course. Um, and he kept in touch, made sure I was doing fine. Um, six months later, um, all my money, all my savings, almost about to finish. Because you still need to pay your weekly bills, weekly rents and everything. I was really stressed out. I thought being a resident, having a good car, still lose, you know, losing money, running out of it. So I applied for a job in New Zealand police. I am telling this first time ever. I did rely on some subsidies from government and I did take some money from them to be able to support myself while I was looking for a job. And once I cleared all my interviews and everything, I got a full-time job in New Zealand police. Um, not as a cop, uh, but as a communicator. It's something similar. Um, just taking emergency calls and other other stuff. And I called my dad uh, and I said, Dad, I got a job in New Zealand police. And he was really excited. He was like, I can't believe you got a job in the police. And back in India, um, the police is a bit corrupt. But, um, you know, we always used to hear that the police in foreign countries is really good. And he was really proud that day. My parents were really proud. And they said, look, son. Um, you've done a good thing for yourself. We wish you good luck and, and we hope that you can achieve whatever you want to achieve. So I worked in police for a couple months. Everything was going fine. Meanwhile, um, in the past years, I have sent a lot of money back home, supported my family as much as I can. I've got an elder brother and a younger sister. So I sent some money to support my brother. He came to New Zealand two and a half years ago, doing pretty well, has a full-time job. Nothing much I can ask for. And my sister is going to Canada next month, so I tried to support as much as I could in paying her tuition fees and college fees and whatever we need to do. Um, and, you know, um, I, I was looking down to, looking back at the days I used to struggle a lot used to walk literally seven kilometers every day back and forth from work and home. Couldn't even afford buses, couldn't afford food. Rely on I used to rely on eating apples for days and days. There is this very nice Indian temple in South Auckland. They used to give free food three times a day, you know. So I did um, eat a lot of food from there. It was really tasty, um, but it supported me a lot. I changed a lot of houses, changed a lot of rooms to be able to, you know, move around um, for my jobs. And um, I did started finding better rooms. So I started living with five people. Then I was sharing a room with four, then three, then two. And then it was me, myself and I, you know. Um, so life was um, taking a good turn with all the hard work being put in. I was seeing results. And 
the only thing I, I want to say is I never lost hope. I, I never gave up. I always um, thought that it's very important for me to be a successful person and make my parents proud because um, things back in India are not very great and that that thought always used to haunt me that Ishan if you ever have to go back um, just think about what job you're gonna do how much you're gonna earn and if you're ever going to be able to take care of your parents when they get older so yeah um, being in police did help me save a lot of money um, I sold my car I had a really good friend um, he also met me back in college we gave each other a target that look bro let's buy a house together we are 25 years old now we've worked a lot we've done a lot of struggle but it's time for us to do something better for us so I sold my expensive car and I stopped buying all that flashy stuff and I started saving up and just two months ago we managed to buy a house literally up to a million dollars worth we got our loans approved and you know there is some rental income as well coming in now uh, we both are working very hard and have given each other another target um, to be able to open some sort of small business to begin with maybe in the next few months or so but with all this story with all this experience I just want to say one thing though a lot of people um, when we are when we finish our primary school we are scared to take a risk we are scared that what if things don't go well we are scared that what if we never manage to get a resident visa but if you put in all the hard work and if you do not give up and if you have what it what it needs um, and if your mental health is stable, um, I, I think you can be really successful in a very short time, given that you're putting in the amount of work it needs and you're being honest to yourself. Um, having a good friend circle is also really important. Um, not trying to preach anyone, but if you've got a good friend circle, if you've got if you're friends with people who are motivated and want to be successful in life, you will have the motivation you need. And you will sort of challenge each other that, hey, let's see who makes a business faster. Let's see who does this faster. And that sort of does helps in some way. It is difficult to get PR. Um, I think I was very lucky. Um, I still have a few friends who have went back to India or whichever country they came from, they put in pretty much the same hard work as me. Um, but I think luck is somewhat um, important as well. And yeah, with with all my experience, I just want to say where there is a will, there is a way, you know. If I can do it, you can do it as well. So don't be scared to take a risk do what 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 you need to do if you need to go to a foreign country put in the hard work it takes there will be days you'll be shattered there'll be days you'll be depressed there'll be days you'll be stressed out but if you stay strong during all those bad days good days will come i can tell you that now good days will come so i hope this podcast 
will inspire some people and motivate those who are still scared, still don't know what to do and just, you know, need some sort of path or some sort of motivation. It's my first time making a podcast, so I don't have the equipment or the experience um, at this stage. But um, if you guys um, need to talk to anyone or anything, just feel free to follow me on Instagram. Um, my username is I-S-H-A-N Ishan underscore underscore Ahuja, which is A-H-U-J-A. If you need somebody to talk to, if you're going through a hard time, if you have lost the motivation, feel free to message me. If you need to call me on the phone, let me know. I will take out 5, 10, 15 minutes or whatever it takes to just have a word with you and see what we can do or what sort of experience I can share with you to be able to get what you are trying to achieve, you know. Um, but I will come back with a few more podcasts I will try to um, dig out a bit more content which has helped me in the past few years and may help you in some possible way. So all I can say is stay tuned and thank you for listening to my podcast and taking out your time today. Thank you.